When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Manchester United Redcast is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Da 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 so Alex, uh, at the foot of it, cleaning it as always, uh, is uh, Miomaka. How are you, Bobby? Very, very good. The sun is gleaming over Old Trafford this end. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. Oh, come it's... on, let's just artistic. Give me some artistic license. Just... <laughs> if, if it's raining here, it's definitely <laughs> raining uh, over there. Uh, look, before we get started, the Manchester United Redcast is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Bet five pounds and get twenty pounds. That's a score to you and me. If you deposit a fiver, Ladbrokes will add another twenty to your account. Uh, you can get this offer by following the link. BetUnitedRedcast.com That's Bet.UnitedRedcast.com So here we are, uh, another victory, but only two goals, Robert Meakin. Yeah, I mean, there was a a slightly nervous feeling about it, wasn't there? I thought there was a bit of deja vu going back to uh, last season, where we would dominate those games and, you know, come away with a terrible, unjustified nil-nil draw. And thankfully... Thanks, So we broke through later on in the game with the two substitutes. Two rather curious goals, actually, but I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah, well, one of the things, Russell, that was interesting to me is Martial, he'd come on twice, he'd scored twice, he looked like he was on a mission, and he kind of played like Ozil, he did nothing. He kind of, what, what, you get your opportunity, just explain it to me now. You get your opportunity, it's what you've been hankering for, and you don't really, put, am I missing something? Maybe you saw something I didn't. Well, I don't know if I saw anything, Eddie, but there are some interesting stats about subs and United um, over the first three matches that we've seen this season. Martial has come on twice towards the end of matches when either teams are tiring or we've sort of 
been very sort of Machiavellian and played teams off the park. So they're really tired and a player of his skill and pace can go and exploit that and score some goals. Or else, as you say, he's sort of not quite the starter that we want him to be. And like for, like Mata, for example, there's, we've scored three goals with Mata on the pitch. We can talk about this later. And seven with him after he's been substituted. Now, is that because there's some kind of midfield blockage or is it because we're like playing lovely high intensity the horses are running football and then I, I think that you know one of the things in terms of broadcasting that I realise is that things aren't necessarily either or Russell I think they might be and Matter does get substituted an awful lot doesn't he Rob he does, and let's be fair to Matter. I think Matter's looked pretty lively for the start of this season. I think he's, he's he's looked in good form as well. So I think he's sometimes been rather unlucky. Yeah, but I don't think he's been substituted because he hasn't played. I mean, what we've got now, no, what we didn't tactical. have last year, yeah, is yeah. we've got we've got pace. So whether you bring on Rashford, whether you bring Martial on, whether you bring Lingard, and those have been the guys, right? You've all of a sudden got pace aplenty and then you block yeah. it up, the toilet blocker with Fellaini. So, I mean, that's the way he's gone thus far. And I mean, he, he's looking like a genius with those substitutions. No, absolutely. Roughly. And I mean, it's very much, I think, a case of the afterburners coming on like we're playing uh you know i don't know this is going to get a very overextended metaphor very quickly but we're playing at mac three or mac four for the whole of the uh, match and just when the team the opposition is ready to submit Mourinho brings on some new rockets mm. and really sort of blasts the teams away or in the case of the leicester match we were able to get, it was an extra option to up the pace or change the, the way yeah, of playing. There might be something in that, I think, against Leicester and against Swansea for 70 or so minutes, it looked like they were holding us. Would you not say that? And then something had to be done to break them down. That was very different to West Ham, where we yeah. got our noses in front really early. Uh, but certainly something in that, wouldn't you say, Rob? It certainly is. We've got, I mean, the strategy so far seems to be very right on Mourinho's part. He's been very, very canny at reading teams' weaknesses. He always has been, he traditionally as a manager, but I think that's really come to the fore. Now I think he's got the, the team playing the way he wants to play. Now he's got some more additions into the squad that he really needed. Now he's got Pogba playing so wonderfully. I think now you are able to see sort of Mourinho's sort of thought process in full flow when he's really punishing teams with his strategy. Yeah, I mean, it, it reminds me of his second time at Chelsea where he played more. Uh, he said he let the, the horses off the leash. Uh, it, it does, it, so he's plugging the gap in a way with Fellaini, but then Fellaini spoils it by coming on and scoring. Yeah, I think that it's such a strange... I was talking about Fellaini with some mates down the pub, and I think the thing is, given the choice, we wouldn't have signed him. Now that we've got him, I don't think we want to let him go. He's such a different plan B I don't think he's going to be a starter and I think he knows that he's not going to be a starter we're, we're not in the Premier League not or Champions League. League but he knows that Mourinho looks at him as a proper plan B and it's a little bit more than hit the big man in the box kind of plan B he's like very he's good defensively I think he falls into one of those he's got much better tactically and he will nick a goal like no, I don't, this idea, Rob, that Russell's putting forward, and he isn't even smiling. That that there is a tactical nous about Fellaini. If there was any <laughs> tactical nous about it, he didn't bring him on to be in the opposing penalty area. He brought him on to start. He wouldn't have been there at all. Well, maybe. No, but 
but I just have to say, it, to be, it, it, in fairness to Fellaini, I have never been a huge fan. I never liked the idea of Manchester going forward with Fellaini being at the hub of the team. But let's be honest, it's worked as a, as a, as a secondary strategy. Great, it works fine. I'm more than happy for it to, you know, as long as... If, we, if we're in a position where we're starting with Fellaini in big matches, that's where I think United could, could come unstuck later in the season. As a, as, a, as, I say, as a substitute, as an impact player, fine i can live with that and he's very his elbows i mean he's very much an impact player you know <laughs> yes yeah. in, in all in all ways will lukaku russ be af- affected by the penalty miss <laughs> i i don't think so i mean these guys i mean he has missed penalties yeah, I before, think, I think he before missed that, three match. and five wasn't yeah. he yeah he, yeah and uh i think you know rooney's gone so united need to find a new penalty taker it's I'm got to be somebody who's on the pitch. Yeah, it's got to be somebody who's on the pitch. And looking at who is on the pitch, I'm not sure who... I don't know if Mkhitaryan takes penalties, but I think he'll take another penalty. I mean, I think it was, uh, you know, uh, it's a one-off. Let's see how he can have another chance in my book, I think. If you were Carrick right now, Rob, how would you be feeling? Yeah. If I was Carrick right now, I'd be pretty relaxed because he's he's been around the block many, many times. I think he knows... There's a long season ahead. He'll know that he has a role to play at certain points. I don't. I think he's old enough to realise that uh, that you know, at the age he is, he's not going to longer be a, a linchpin of the team. So no, I don't think there's any real problems with Carrick at all. Obviously, like all footballers, you want to play. But he'll understand the situation. He'll see Matic coming in. He'll know that Matic is the first choice of the holding midfielder. But I think we'll see Michael Carrick pop up at certain times. You see him in the slower games, I imagine, Russell, Champions League. Yeah, he looked, uh, like, I think he, maybe Jose is saving Michael Carrick um, for, for the Champions League games where he needs a sort of a metronome in the midfield rather than an out-and-out destructor in the, in the Matic mould. But there was a really interesting stat going into the Leicester game, which was that if Mourinho had named a, an unchanged team, it would be the first time since 2006 that a Manchester United manager had named the same team in three successive matches. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, it's really interesting. Like, bar um, the Martial Rashford uh, exchange where in, uh, on the Leicester match, you know, he, Jose seems to have very quickly, for the type of opposition that we faced in the first three matches, settled on his, what looks like his first choice Premier League team I, I, I hadn't thought about it like that but there is something about the way that West Ham Swansea and Leicester try to play which is quite similar isn't it Robert I mean when you think about it what the, the way what the, the, well, they, the, they, they try to the play an expansive game of football they try to play with a bit of flair yeah. and they kind yeah. of budget budget bucket Manchester United aren't they well yeah I think you certainly say that about uh, West Ham United absolutely and uh, I mean, to be fair, I mean, Leicester were under the cosh uh, at the weekend. But I, I, to be fair to them, I mean, they did try and play. They did try and come out and attack us. Obviously, they weren't without their, their chances at certain points. But all those three teams so far, I mean, that's why I'm, I'm delighted with the start. But we have to remember, none of these teams really, despite Leicester's great success only the season before last, are really at the top tier at the moment in terms of the premiership. And so we have to, we have to, we, well, we're glad that we've won. We've just got to remember the level of the opposition was not the highest. Absolutely, but I mean that's the kind of that's that classic football aphorism. You can only beat who's put in front of you. Yeah, you beat what's in front of you. We've done it very well. And very and well. what about momentum, confidence, the gelling of a team really to know valuable. that we can yeah. do it? Yeah. I mean, oh I th- no, it's great. I mean, 
been up to sorry, sorry, Russell. No, no, not last at all. season. The way the way United, with all those points we squandered at home last year against the likes of West Ham United, against the likes of Swansea, to see us this time putting these teams away pretty ruthlessly is really encouraging. So yeah, I mean, I'm not underestimating the importance of the wins, but I'm just also saying that we do. That, the real acid test will be when we do come up against the Manchester City, when we do come up against Chelsea. In the meantime, let's just get the points in the bag. Yeah. Uh, what a, an interesting one coming up, which we'll talk about uh, in Stoke. Uh, just just want to take a minute to ask about our former captain, uh, Wayne Rooney. He's now in, he's re- resigned or retired from international football at a time when they had asked him to come back in the squad. It's got to be really fantastic to do it on your own terms, isn't it, Russell? I think, I mean, look, I think it's the perfect way for him to bow out in a way. I think he had a bit of a monkey on his back with uh, 50 goals and he got that he got that penalty. And I think it just allows him, you know, uh, to towards the end of his time at United, he'd sort of become this sort of midfield kind of quarterback kind of character spraying passes and getting the occasional goal and for Everton he seems to be playing sort of slightly in that role and I think you know I think the international team has moved on in terms of the strikers that you know Vardy seems to be playing there they seem to be playing a quicker game and I think good for good for Rooney to say you know what actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to prolong my career in the same way that Scalzi did by bowing out of international football which you know he's a club man in a way as much as he sort of bashed his chest and you know waved the three lions he is always you know he's a homeboy he's a very much club man and I'm sure you know we'll see him around for quite a few seasons yet to come. Rob I mean you've been his biggest champion you want to give a kind of eulogy to uh, well, Wayne Rooney so far as Man United uh, are concerned anyway. Yeah yeah I mean I was bored to tears with the Rooney England saga that had rumbled on in the last couple of years, um, you know, particularly yeah, when, when Rooney was misfiring for Manchester United, still, and the, the inevitable obsession in the media was he going to get into the England team? I mean, the reality is, I don't think Wayne Rooney needs to be part of that England setup anymore. He did a big shift for them. He played. He played at a time when England were, frankly, after the golden generation disappeared after two thousand six, two thousand eight, whenever it was. It was a pretty mediocre England team. He was in. He carried it occasionally. They weren't really fit for purpose very often it's been another failed generation really he was a part of and i'm glad i'm glad he's out of it i'm glad he can concentrate on being yeah being a good player for the team he loves more than anyone else which is everton at the end of the day understandably that's where he's from so i'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad he's out of it i think i don't think he needs england anymore Brilliant. Uh, Russell uh, and Bob, we'll stick a pin in it there. I started with uh, Zlatan, Zlat's back. Uh, We'll talk about transfers and why Manchester United haven't been mentioned in the transfer. Who did we draw in a Champions League? And what's next? Well, it's Stoke. That's all coming up in a few minutes. The Manchester United Redcast is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Welcome to the Manchester United Redcast. My name is Andy. Over there is Russell and over there is Bobby. Uh, We're good to go talking about our team, which is Manchester United. Uh, Russell, I was telling uh, Bobby earlier on that before us, uh, the place stunk because the podcast was 
an Arsenal podcast. I mean, my I'm not sure what's happened here, Eddie, but my my seat seems to be damp with tears. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> were, they were fighting each other in here, man. Wow. Walked out, no hello. It was brilliant. It, it let me know that we are back. As arrogant, troublesome, uh, as an antagonising as ever, uh, Man United are back. And, and talking about arrogant, troublesome and antagonising, Zlat's back. Did we need him? Do we need him? This is the crocodile handbag, isn't it? It's it's the brooch with with, with the with the twelve carat diamond. We didn't need him. Come on, Robert. No, I think it's pragmatism. I think we could well need him, particularly in the second half of the season. When I hope we are progressing in the Champions League. When I hope we're in contention for the Premiership title. I think just relying on um, Lukaku. As, you know, it would be would be a bit naive in terms of getting our, the vast bulk of our goals. I think we need another option there. I know Rashford could potentially do it. I know Martial can potentially do it. But they both, I use the word potentially there. I think with Zlatan, you've got the finished article. And I think he's, he's great backup. My concern would be that last bit. Is he ready to be backup? Because in my head, Lukaku is first choice out and out striker. I can't imagine a team where they both play in it. I'm sure Mourinho would, would beg to differ. He might explain some sort of mysterious formation. I can't imagine it works, the two of them playing. I think it's one or the other. And in my head right now, Lukaku is first choice, Zlatan is second choice. So the only thing that's difficult about it is the political side of things. Is Zlatan prepared to play second fiddle? Well, interesting that you say that. Uh, of course, uh, Mourinho has said, Russell, that uh, Zlatan won't be ready till January uh, in any case. Uh, a lot of money uh, for a luxury, but he's never failed, has he? Uh, I think our problem last year was that 28 goals went through him yep. and others found it difficult no to else. score. We've already got five or six scorers. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what is interesting is if you believe the papers and who knows the ins and outs of this, Zlatan's taken a 200 grand a week. I mean, this is incredible. A 200 grand a week pay cut. Um, and Rooney's off the books now. And so what we have in a way is like a signing, but sort of cheaper in football terms, salary wise. And if we, if he hadn't been at the club and we had had a good first half of the season and in the January transfer window, Jose brought in Zlatan on his new salary, you'd go, yeah, that's decent business. And because he's got the history and there's a slight romanticism with the fact that he got injured in the shirt and he wants to be, you know, in the true sporting movie hero kind of thing. He wants to finish his unfinished business. I think it's I think it's good business. And I think, yeah, I think, look, I think if we're struggling and we are we're one nil down and yeah, they might not start together. They might well finish a match you know, together. Yes, yes, um, yes I think yes. you might. The, the, the problem is, and it's been alluded to in the papers, that somebody like him coming does that inhibit somebody like Rashford uh I think they're different kind I think you can it's like when Cantona was at the club I think those kind of players are only going to benefit from having um a different kind of striker around they've got Lukaku who's clearly this sort of you know hugely experienced Premier League footballer who you know can boss a game You've got Zlatan, who's sort of been there and, and done it all at all these great clubs. And I think what you've got there is a, a fir- in a way, I mean, I don't know how it'll go, but you've arguably got a first choice Premier League striker and you've got a first choice Champions League striker. It'd be really interesting to see when Zlatan comes back, if we make it to the latter half of the 
Champions League, to have somebody of that experience on your bench, in your club, in your squad, you know, I think it's a really good thing. And I think somebody like um, Rashford and Martial will only benefit from having those kind of guys around. I mean, Fergie always said he wanted to have four strong strikers on his books and he had York, Cole, Solskjaer and Sheringham. And now we've got, look well, from from January onwards, I imagine we'll have um, Lukaku, Ibrahimovic, Rashford and Martial, which I think, it, you know, are, is a decent set of strikers to be going forward with. Absolutely, but it's a lovely link and I appreciate you making it. Champions League, tell us about that draw, Rob. Yeah, so we've, we've, we've avoided, you know, the, the big guns, so to speak. So we've got Basel, Benfica, and CSKA Moscow. Now, I think we'd have taken that if we'd have spent last week before the draw. I'd, yeah, I'd we, say. We, we've, we've dodged a few bullets there. So uh, while you certainly can't take it for granted, there's some handy sides in there. I think Mourinho would quietly be reasonably happy, apart from having to schlep over to Moscow, which you'll moan about. I think overall, that's, it's not a bad draw. We would be deeply unhappy. It would be a, a, a real step back, Russell, if we didn't qualify for that group. Absolutely. But, you know, as in, again, I don't like to. I mean, well, maybe I do uh, speak in cliche, but there are no easy, there are no easy matches in the Champions League. No. And, you know, FC Basel, we've got a checkered. Just looking at my uh, stats here, I've done some homework, Eddie. Well, come on, get it out then. We, last time, it. last time we faced FC Basel, we lost two one. Time before that, yeah. we drew three all. The time before that, we drew one all. Like, I'm sure we'll do all right this time. I think we're going in better armed than we did before, but we're going to have to counter the uh, former Norwich powerhouse of Ricky Van Wolfswinkel when we take FC Basel on. So, you know, who knows what. Um, will happen there but I you know I was very happy with the draw you know I think that I'd like to see them go through and I it's one of those things that when you get an easy group that it doesn't hopefully it means that your squad rotation and your the yeah, way we you can get enough forward, points in the bag in yeah, order to, to give give some yeah, other people not, experience and not to take away mm. from the league campaign as well is the other thing where hopefully where if you're struggling in the last you know to, to make your top two you're putting all your best players in playing every match and you know so you want to win that will, group though yeah really? oh definitely absolutely I mean, you know, I'm not sure. I haven't done the maths or seen the further draw. I'm not quite sure when that happens. But yeah, he'll absolutely want to win that that um, that group. So yeah, excited and comforted by what came out of the hat. Yeah, absolutely. So Champions League, looking forward to at least, as opposed to Tottenham getting out uh, in, of the group stages into the knockout. And then you don't know anything could happen then, uh, couldn't it? Uh, next league match, Robert. Yeah, away to Stoke City, which uh, is, is rarely an easy assignment. Yeah, they're a well-organised team, as we know. Good manager in Mark Hughes. Recently, of course, uh, beat Arsenal now at, 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 at home. Uh, although the state of Arsenal presently, I don't know we can read that much into that in terms of the achievement level of Stoke City, but they are a decent side. We know that. They're, they're no walkover. They certainly caused us plenty of trouble in recent years when Manchester United have been on the slide. You would hope now with the way we're playing, with the, the, the squad we've got in place, that we, we will have too much for them. But I, I think it could it, it, it could possibly be, be our stiffest test yet. 
Yeah, absolutely. Reu- uh, reunion with United Old Boy as well. Darren Fletcher, who's now in, of uh, course, yeah, as well, in, uh, yeah. midfield. Yeah, yeah, so, as, as well yeah. as Sparky. Uh, yeah, they've got the Chelsea boy as well. Kurt Zuma has gone apparently man of the match performance uh, in recent weeks. Uh, anybody know what their form has been like up to now? I mean, certainly they yeah, beat the, Arsenal. Four points so far. They've done everything. They've, they've lost the first one, then they beat um, Arsenal, and I don't think they drew. Yeah, they drew with West weekend. Brom. Yeah, that's right. So the four points. So, yeah, pretty patchy stuff. But uh, but they've only played one game at home so far. That's when they beat Arsenal. Uh, so it certainly can't be underestimated. I think they're, you know, say they're a decent side, Stoke. What yeah. are you hoping or expecting, Rob? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... I be, I'm going to be optimistic and say we're going to keep our clean sheet. I'm going to go for us to nick it two now. I'd agree something similar, Eddie. I think is it what will be interesting for United's forward line. I think you've got Shawcross and Zuma in good the heart of good the, practice. Yeah, like I think they're going to be. They could be a stiff. They could be a stiff test. I would. I mean, I mean, Lukaku's got to get in there and, and have a play around. Yeah, he's got to be. He, he's got to. This is why we. He'll know. He'll know Zuma when he was Zuma there when he was at Chelsea. I I think they were there for us before Marina sold him. They would have been there. There's an overlap there. Yeah, yeah, I think there's an overlap. Yeah. So he'll know him. Yeah. Uh, but they're t- certainly two big old lumps, aren't they? Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, if they get in and amongst it, it'll be all right. And you, depending, I imagine Rashford will play just for his work rate. I don't yeah. know. But it gets messy yeah. over there. It's it's not the kind of place that people want to go. They well, don't to, pick Stoke away, do was they? It, was it last season we had, we had, Rooney had to stick that free kick in from the touchline, basically, to get the draw? Mm. Um, yeah. Which was, yeah. so we, we're hoping that we'll, you know, we'll be able to stick some goals in. Um, in, well, a, and it's, in a different way, and it's where Matic should hopefully come into his own as well. Yeah, that's absolutely. Sort of yeah. On, on a day like that, that's really important. Someone yeah. who can handle himself has got yeah. a brain. As yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, some big fellas in there. I mean, Pogba isn't small. You know, you look at Bay, he's six one, and he looks like you know he's small compared to Lukaku and the like. And, yeah. and you know, uh, Rashford is young enough to bounce. And it'd be really interesting to see. Yeah. I don't know. Jose was alluding to the fact that you were talking about clean sheets. Rob, it'd be really interesting. Hopefully, yes. Phil Jones will make it through the international yes. break um, unscathed. <laughs> oh, um, God. Okay. But who knows? You know, Chris it... Smalling warmed up. Exactly. Well, it was, Chris Smalling, it was Chris Smalling's fault the last time he was out. He, they had yeah, a, they ran into he, broke, he had a broken toe from a Chris Smalling <laughs> challenge. So, um, yeah, no, hopefully. I mean, you know, the other... It was interesting just talking... It was interesting watching that Leicester game, um, just talking about the defence there is whether Jose is going to continue with Daly Blint at left mm. back. There was a couple of times where Riyad Mahrez nearly had him for breakfast. Well, he didn't cross very well, and that was what we were giving him props for last week. You know, yeah. I, I watched him really yeah. closely. So we talked about how well he crossed the ball. He's not the biggest. He's one of, he isn't I think he's one of our best passes of the ball last, last week. But it, yeah. it, it, it wasn't working out very well, was it? No, it wasn't, no. But he said... I mean, I've always got you know, a soft spot for Blint as a player. I think he's a bright player. He's, you know, he's versatile. He's, he's never going to be an outstanding left-back, I don't think. And you're right. And I think we're right to have some reservations there. We've got... I mean, our other option presently is Darmian, who, again, I think divides opinion. Until, you know, Shaw comes back, until Rojo is around, they're the... Uh, it's between Blint and Darmian presently. So it is a bit of a, a weak spot for us, yep. that left-hand side. OK, look, one of the great things about doing this pod today is that we, we've not mentioned transfers in terms of Manchester United. B- 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 but is there anybody who might go? 
I mean, it looks like, I don't know whether Jose, there's any pressure on Jose to balance the books a little bit, but you, if you're looking at players who aren't going to play a lot of football or certainly aren't first choice, I mean, one of the central defenders? You would have thought so. We, we mentioned think, that last week. You, you would know, have thought Smalling, Smalling might was be. up for, for any... But it's interesting that people have not gone for small. This is what's really interesting to me anyway, because I'm sad, that people are not going for Smalling Yet are going for Evans when Smalling was the one effectively who took over from Evans. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? The way up to thirty million pounds. I mean, offers from Leicester or offers from Man City, uh, and uh, no offers apparently for Smalling. And I'm hearing on a grapevine that you know they wouldn't be sorry to see him go. They take a few quid for him. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I would... Yeah, go on, Rob. Yeah, I just said how his star is really fallen. This was the club captain not long ago. If we remember he was he was he was considered the leader on the park. Never mind the automatic first choice in the team. So it's been it's been a torrid time for Smalling on the quiet. Really, he, he's really has he really has slipped. I think I think he's benefited a little bit from the slow start of Lindelof in the team and yes. the injury to Rojo. Because I think if Rojo had been fit, then I think you probably he he's gone. not going to play a lot of football. Because but the other thing also coincidentally is the suspension in the Champions League that Bailly has means that and Jones has which means that in the first and match against Joe, Basel Jones it's going to dr- be he's Jones already for said the drugs, yeah. yeah he's going to be Lindelof yeah. and it's going to be um, Smalling who are going to be playing the first match so if if that's what if Jazz Jose's plan that means he's staying beyond the transfer window I mean Ashley Young um, he's not, he might, fit. He's he's not, not fit. fit enough he's not to gonna, sell he's he? not going to sell him um, and then beyond that, I'm not. I'm it's difficult. Not, yeah, isn't it? it's difficult to know who, you know, who Jose wants to. It might be interesting to see in January. In all honesty, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've got to say, if you get rid of Zlatan at the price he was, and also you say bye bye to Rooney, who would have been one imagines just after Pogba as the highest earner in the team, then that leaves a lot of wiggle room, doesn't it, in terms of money, Rob? So you'd think so, yeah. We, we, with Rooney going, I mean that was a, that was a big relief to the to the to the wage bill. I think overall, I think I think Mourinho's pretty content with what he's got. I mean, I think because of the additions he's made, I think last season, I didn't think I don't think he hugely disliked uh, you know the squad he had. He just he knew it needed refining and it needed some bolstering in certain places. And I think there were players last season who were starting who were frankly more possibly the level of Manchester United's squad players. Overall, I, I, so I think he's—I think he's quite happy to keep some of those guys who, who, who were doing more more of a regular job for him last season. I don't think he's in a hurry to get rid. I think it was more his priority was more the additions. Obviously, Rudy going off the books helped, but it was more, yeah, sorting out that midfield with Matic coming in, getting someone up front who actually has got twenty-five goals in them. I mean, you know, rather than just relying on just Latan. I think overall, Mourinho is pretty happy with what he's got. Two proven performers or proven performers in the Premier League. Uh, and actually, with some of the prices that are being talked about right now, uh, not that expensive. You know, you think about the fact that, what was it, Oxford Chamberlain, uh, Oxlade Chamberlain is going for 40 million. 35, 40 million. In, his, in, the final, in, the fine, in the final year of his contract. I mean, it's crazy mm. business. That's nonsense. I bought, there were some great stats on um, Oxlade Chamberlain. 
Um, they're not great stats. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm overselling them. Well, we wouldn't have him, would we? We wouldn't have him. These are his stats. Let me just find them. I was, I was um, rinsing my friend who is a Liverpool fan in 132 games for the Gunners. Um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain has 14 assists and nine goals. And he's going for £40 million to Liverpool, who seem to have, I would say, six of that kind of player already. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's it's but he doesn't want to play on the wing. He wants to play uh, in the centre. And just a final word on a silly bit of money. Uh, Roy King having his say today, uh, talking about the fact that uh, at today's prices, uh, gigs would be worth two billion pounds, uh, and uh, it, it's it, ridiculous, almost as ridiculous as that fight was uh, on Saturday uh, that I spent nineteen ninety nine to see what I already knew, that there was only one boxer in the foot. I got done, basically. There you go. I do hope, I do hope you didn't revert your old ways. And no, I didn't. I didn't. I said to Mrs. Irish. Nestor, should I? And she said, no, no. Under no, I'm a reformed gambler, Russell, and everybody in the podcast knows it. And I've told them if they ever see me putting on a bet, they can drag me out of the facility. They have my permission. No, I didn't, Rob, I wished I did. Somebody put $1.2 million on Mayweather to win. Wow. To make $200,000. Yeah, those are crazy odds, aren't yeah. they? Buying money. Uh, listen, Bob, we've got an international break now, so uh, get yourself feathered, look after yourself, keep yourself nice and clean and tidy, and I'm looking forward to you without the paunch uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you for all your encouragement, and I'll do my very best. <laughs> <laughs> tried years to upset him and I can't do it Russell thank you so much <laughs> thank you very much Eddie you can run home at the same thank speed you. as you arrived here until uh, next time is left for us to say come on you Reds this is a playback media production get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com the Manchester United Redcast is backed for the season by Ladbrokes Sports Social Podcast Network Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.